to you. I am trying to look over all the news and politics from the last 21 hours and give you some of my thoughts, my perspective. It certainly was a busy day. Certainly was a lot happening, a lot going on. And there is political stuff to talk about. And there is uh, Baldwin stuff to talk about. Last night was a busy night on TV with Alec Baldwin sitting down on ABC with George Stephanopoulos. And this was, in my opinion, a well-coached, well-scripted effort to rescue Alec Baldwin's career. I really feel that that's what this was. It was all to rescue Alec Baldwin's career. And why wouldn't you want to try and rescue your career? It was an accident, I believe, but it was Baldwin's sloppiness that screwed up. And the whole thing, though, seems a little ghoulish to me. A little ghoulish when you have stuff like the the dramatic music that was put in there. All of the angles and the exploiting of Alec Baldwin crying. The man's an actor, for gosh sakes. I have some humanity for him because he's a father of six kids, but I also have a great dislike for the man because I find him to be personally, you know, despicable. But this does appear to be an accident. And I would let the process unfold and not do slanted journalistic profiles like what we saw last night. Here's just a little bit from last night. Wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger? No, no, no. no, no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. How did a real bullet get on I, that set? I, I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. So this is obviously the, the statement that they're going to make if this ever comes to court, criminally or civilly. There are civil suits being filed last, well, the last couple of weeks, we've started to see the civil suits pile up. And we will see what the criminal case is if it ever happens. Uh, Mr. Baldwin was asked a question about whether or not he feels responsible. Does he feel any guilt for this? Check this out. This was a, a really curious exchange. Your emotions are so clearly so right there on the surface. You felt shock, you felt anger, you felt sadness. Do you feel guilt? No, no. I feel that there is, I, I feel that, that, that uh, someone is responsible for what happened. And I can't say who that is, but I know it's not me. So he's not responsible for what happened. Every gun owner knows. Every gun owner understands you are responsible for what happens when you pick up, hold, use a firearm. It really is his responsibility. Now we have a dead woman, a man who was injured. Uh, he's just not going to let this go, though. Just amazing to me, this piece of propaganda. But if you want to sit back and look at this from a 25,000 foot level, you should understand that George Stephanopoulos is the go-to guy when you need to rescue your reputation. Really, the, the only interview that Democrats will do, liberals will do, 
with mainstream media seems to be with Stephanopoulos. Kamala Harris, when her poll numbers went under 30 percent, the lowest for a vice president in modern history and maybe the lowest ever, sat down with George Stephanopoulos and said, no, I don't feel like I'm being mistreated or abused. Joe Biden sits down with George Stephanopoulos. Now you have Mr. Baldwin sitting down with George Stephanopoulos. What is it about ABC News? Are they the most trustworthy? We know it's not going to be CNN because CNN turned on Kamala. CNN's actually publishing pieces of uh, interviews with staffers who have said what a disaster Kamala Harris's office is. So maybe it is only ABC News. Kind of surprising. The other thing that hit me yesterday, uh, and this this happened in the in the White House yesterday, was the uh, situation with with uh, Jen Snarky and Peter Ducey. We saw more back and forth with Jen Snarky and Peter Ducey. And this goes back to a, a couple of brilliantly worded questions from Mr. Ducey. If you want to take a course in journalism, I would just watch Peter Ducey in the White House instead of paying a university. Here's a guy who understands how you create a question. And at the same time, I actually have to give props to Jen Snarky because she never answers anything. And no one calls her on it and says, hey, you didn't answer it. But listen to this question as it relates to President Biden and what he said about COVID deaths and Donald Trump and comparing it to today. A lot of talk about the first Trump-Biden debate today, but at the second one in 2020, when roughly 220,000 Americans had already died of COVID, Joe Biden said about Trump, anyone who is responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. Is that still the standard now that more Americans have died under President Biden than President Trump? Well, I think the fundamental question here is what are you doing to save lives and protect people? And the former president was suggesting people inject bleach. He- That's a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie. So she hasn't answered the question and she misdirects to a lie. Apparently, reportedly, didn't even share with people he was going to interact with that he had tested positive for COVID himself. He continued to provide a forum for misinformation, which probably led to people not getting, uh, not taking steps forward to get to protect themselves, to wear a mask, to eventually get vaccinated. Now, she referenced this statement about Donald Trump testing positive for COVID, not telling anybody. That has now been apparently been debunked by the author of the book that they are all pushing. This president has made the vaccine widely available. So did Donald Trump. Lied on the health, uh, the advice of his health and medical experts, and he is trying to be a part of solving this crisis, getting the pandemic under control. And I think there's a pretty stark difference between their approaches. Go ahead. No, no, there's not, madam. You're, you're telling a lie there. The other moment yesterday with Ducey and Jen Snarky came when Mr. Ducey asked her about the crimes with the smash and grab looting. This was epic for me. So when a huge group of criminals organizes themselves and they want to go loot a store, a CVS, a Nordstrom, a Home Depot, until the shelves are clean, you think that's because of the pandemic? I think a root cause in a lot of communities is the pandemic, yes. So they're blaming the crime on the pandemic. 
the looting, the smash and grab robberies where people swarm a store and just steal whatever they can. They're saying that's been caused by the pandemic. Does anyone in their right mind believe that? You know what our parents would say? They would call that Bravo Sierra beyond anyone's belief. And yet this is what's going on. The reason the crime is happening, especially in California, is because of the no bail laws. The people know it. The poor retailers understand it. California just doesn't arrest people if they steal stuff from stores. And they did put a dollar amount on it. But that seems to have gone out the window with the looting of the high-end retail stores like Louis Vuitton. It's madness, and the people aren't going to accept it. And the sooner this administration wakes up and owns up to the reality of this, the better it'll be for all of us. I don't know if they will. I really don't. All right, it's a Friday. We have to get to a lot of stuff. Some of it more serious, some of it a lot less serious. Mike here doing a little more news update, maybe a little politics thrown in, and uh, we're getting ready to get into the weekend, which always makes me happy. And it's going to be decent weather here in Delaware. I hope it is in your town. Uh, News overall, well, it looks like what we all knew was going to happen happened. There's no government shutdown. They found a way to spend more of our money to keep the government open. And I guess that's a good thing. So they reached a funding deal. Joe Manchin, by the way, voted with the GOP on something that could be really important. He voted with the GOP to not fund mandates for vaccines. This is interesting. We'll have to watch this. We'll have to watch this if it goes further. A couple other stories I'm, I'm keeping my eyes on. Uh, Democrats are actually bragging that gas prices are down two pennies nationally. Gas prices went down two cents over the last couple of weeks, and it's more to do with the uh, drop in driving because in summer, more people drive more places. That's just the way the market works. So when it gets to be colder weather, kids are back in school, there's fewer road miles traveled from just the average Joe citizen So the demand goes down, and when demand goes down, price goes down. That's how a free market economy works. Well, Democrats are all out there running around going, hey, Joe Biden's lowered gas prices, two cents. Let's go back to a year ago and see how much they have raised. You people just don't get it, do you? The other thing I want to keep an eye on, and I'm vaccinated. Again, I have confidence in the research that was done. I read the research. But there are some warning signs out there regarding people who had adverse reactions. And while we've had tens of millions, hundreds of millions of vaccines that have been delivered, there are some people who've had adverse reactions. Is it a significant amount? We won't know till we get all the data. So give us the data. That's what I'm saying. That's really important. Uh, CNN seeing a ratings jump for um, the time slot occupied by Chris Cuomo. Since he's been suspended, more people wanted to see Anderson Cooper, I guess, than see him. So we'll see what happens there. 
Uh, New York City, where we lived forever, my wife and I lived in New York City, in Midtown Manhattan for years, appears to have a crime problem. How bad is it? Well, the Bank of America company is telling its junior executives in New York City, according to a published report, to dress down. Don't dress like you're a banker. Dress like you're a bum, I guess. How weird is that? Are you a Chicken Tenders fan? Bad news, chicken tenders hurt by the, by the supply chain. Are chicken tenders sitting on boats? Is that really what's going on? I'm a fan of chicken. I'm not a fan so much of the chicken tenders because it always feels like I don't really know if it's that much chicken. A couple of other stories that have caught my attention. Well... We should talk a little bit about inflation because we talked about the price of gas. And the Democrats are telling us that the only way to solve inflation is to spend a whole lot more money, which doesn't make any sense at all. If you think you're going to stop prices from rising by pumping more money into the economy by lessening the value of our dollar, you're wrong. Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham explained it yesterday. If you're worried about inflation, the last thing you want to do is add $2.7 trillion to the federal deficit and spend four and a half to $4.7 trillion on new government, which will uh, pour gasoline on inflation. Yeah, that's exactly correct. That is factual. That's stuff you can, you can explain to children and they will understand it. But uh, these folks don't get it. These folks on the Democratic side of things, except maybe maybe Joe Manchin is starting to catch on. And even Kristen Cinema or Kirsten Cinema, the other senator, Democrat senator who could vote against this massive spending bill. Kirsten Cinema is indicating she's not going to support any bill that will hurt the people she represents. That's kind of good news. I hope she follows up on that. Uh, weird news in the world of politics. Stacey Abrams, who has been elevated to star status by the Democrats because she ticks a couple of boxes, one of them being uh, a female, the other one being a person of color. She ticks two important boxes for them in the woke world of the woke politics. She's uh, going to run for governor again in the state of Georgia. And she's got a good chance of winning because the numbers favor her. Unless we get a good candidate in there. Stacey Abrams, however, is still pushing a lie that she conceded the election from 2016. She never did. She lied about it. And she was on with Rachel Maddow last night lying about it. On the 16th of November, when I acknowledged that I would not become the governor, that he had won the election, I did not challenge the outcome of the election, unlike some recent folks did. There's a lot of wordplay in there. She's got a lot of wiggle room in her words. It's just not true. Not true. And um, Mayor Pete, Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, there was a really interesting moment yesterday. Mayor Pete and Kamala Harris traveled on Air Force Two. Kamala's got her own jet. Just want you to think about that. You and I are paying for Kamala Harris to fly all over the country and cackle and not do anything about the border and really not do anything at all. But she's out there selling Joe Biden's plan to spend us all into oblivion and create a monstrosity of a government that is closer to the Soviet Union socialism than to the free American economy. Kamala Harris and Mayor Pete 
getting on Air Force Two to fly somewhere where they can push this gigantic agenda. And Mayor Pete was pulled aside as he was getting ready to walk up onto Air Force Two and was asked about all the rumors in Washington, D.C. that have him as a candidate for the Democratic nomination in 2024. Now, I want you to think about that. Joe Biden's only been in office 11 months. And the Democrats have already said, "Eh, maybe he's not going to run. And they've looked at Kamala and decided that she's awful because she's awful. So Mayor Pete has automatically stepped up. Again, he checks another box. He's a person with a, a homosexual lifestyle. So he clicks another lever for them. Mayor Pete getting quizzed about 2024 as he's walking on Air Force One. Did he tow the party line or not? It's 2021. And the whole point of campaigns and elections is when they go well, you get to govern. And uh, we we are squarely focused on the job at hand. Uh, I'm excited to be part of a team led by the president and the vice president. And uh, I think the teamwork that got us to this point is is really just the beginning. As transportation secretary, I get to be the face of a lot of these investments that we're doing. uh, But we would not be here without the leadership of the vice president, as well as the president, of course, and so many others. So he didn't really deny it. He kind of gave some props to the administration but didn't say that he wasn't against running, right? And then what has to be the clip of the day, really has to be the clip of the day, came from uh, Peter Ducey from Fox News, the guy who I think is just aces overall, the guy who uh, cornered Jen Snarky during the press briefing yesterday and asked about the smash and grab looting. I got to hear this again, Ducey asking her about, uh, is the pandemic really the cause? So when a huge group of criminals organizes themselves and they want to go loot a store, a CVS, a Nordstrom, a Home Depot, until the shelves are clean, you think that's because of the pandemic? I think a root cause in a lot of communities is the pandemic, yes. The root cause of crime is the pandemic. This is just remarkable. Do they really think we are that stupid? The answer to that question is a big yes. We have to prove them wrong. Michael Pelka. 